Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Holidays After Dark, the podcast that celebrates the holidays we all know and love, but with a dark twist. I'm your host, Kristen. I'm super excited about today's episode and our celebration of World Goth Day. Now, this is a holiday that many people may not even know exists. I learned about it a few years ago, and I couldn't believe it took me so long to know about this awesome day. World Goth Day occurred on Sunday, May 22nd. Even though this episode comes out after the actual day, of course, we can keep the goth celebrations going. So why am I so excited about this day, you ask? Well, as you may have gathered by now based on the general premise and aesthetic of Holidays After Dark, I consider myself to be a part of the gothic subculture. Actually, I have since about the age of 13 or 14. When I first started exploring my dark side, I was very hesitant to use the word goth and was quick to tell people that I preferred not having a label when it came to my style and interests. However, As an adult, I truly came to embrace the word goth, choosing to pay no mind to the false assumptions or stereotypes some may place on that word. But before we dive into what exactly being goth is and what it means, let me tell you a little more about my journey into this mysterious, intriguing, and let's face it, downright badass subculture. as I wish it were true, I wasn't born with a pre-existing love of rock music, tattoos, and piercings. Just like many other girls, I was born to normal, non-goth parents in a small Illinois farm town. For most of my childhood, I was into things like sports, playing outdoors, caring for frogs and bugs, horseback riding, and figure skating. I wore all colors of the rainbow and raced home after school every day to watch my favorite shows and play my Nintendo 64. Then middle school came along. I'm an identical twin, and while we have always been close and have always gotten along extremely well, my theory is that middle school Kristen subconsciously felt like I needed to forge my own identity separate from my sister. I didn't actively seek out a goth or alternative style. It just sort of fell into my lap in a sense, and I was hooked from day one. In seventh grade, I made a couple new friends who introduced me to bands like Good Charlotte, Blink-182, The Used, Simple Plan, and My Chemical Romance. As your typical angsty young teenager, I felt this music spoke to me in ways nothing else ever had. It put my feelings and desires into words. It shared my curiosity about how society operates and the social norms we are taught to obey without question. From those bands, I also discovered my all-time favorite and ultimate inspiration, Marilyn Manson. When I discovered Manson's music, I quickly became obsessed, and that obsession still holds strong to this day. I have always loved the message he sends about being yourself no matter how the world interprets you, his extremely intriguing intellect, and his aesthetic of not just making art, but of making yourself the artwork. 
My most treasured piece of art is a lithograph I have of one of his paintings hanging in my living room. I have met him twice, and in both of those experiences, he was more kind and thoughtful than I ever imagined a rock star could be to a fan. He signed my satanic Bible and both times drew on me with a sharpie at my request, which I, of course, immediately went and got tattooed the next day on both occasions. I love carrying his autograph and drawings on my body wherever I go. In addition to being a gothic industrial icon, Manson is, and always has been, a figure shrouded in controversy. But to me, he will always be the sweet person I met and took pictures with, and the creator of the music that has truly pulled me out of my darkest times. It is the soundtrack to my life. along with this music came the style that these bands portrayed. The music t-shirts, the skater shoes, the trip pants, the studded armbands, the chains, all of it. It wasn't long before the school principal was contacting my mom to express his concern for my changing appearance. I am forever grateful that, much to his dismay, my mom's response to him was, I know, isn't it awesome? He would eventually go on to ban me from attending the last day of school in the 8th grade because of my freshly pierced nose, which was against school policy. My reaction was something like, sweet, no school for me. Adding to my goth identity, when I was a senior in high school, I got a job at the local Hot Topic store. I stayed with the company for six years and I absolutely loved it. I felt so fortunate to be a teenager or young adult who got to have a part-time job they actually loved. Working at Hot Topic allowed me to always be my true spooky self, and the 40% employee discount they offered meant I could always add to my wardrobe without breaking the bank. I still look back fondly on those days, and I even got the Hot Topic logo tattooed to commemorate my time there. Throughout my life, I have faced outright judgment from some individuals, especially authority figures, about the way I dress or the things I'm interested in. I remember getting glares from a few college professors on the first day of class, who probably assumed I was going to be the problem student who wasn't going to participate in class. Or maybe they just didn't understand me and my appearance in general, compared to most other students. I was straight up told by an internship supervisor that he would never hire me because of my tattoos. I've been questioned in background investigations about my love for the occult and alternative belief systems. But all of these situations had one thing in common. Once those individuals got to know me, their predetermined thoughts or beliefs were shattered. Many of them told me this. They saw that I was a great student a hard worker, and someone who loves making conversation about all sorts of topics. I've sort of made it my mission over the years to hopefully change a few people's minds about what goth means to them, and I feel like I have truly done that in a few cases. This is something I hope continues for the rest of my life. Thankfully, unlike many teenagers who delve into the darker side of life, 
my parents were always pretty supportive of my new style and interests. They knew who I truly was, and that I had no interest in doing drugs, tattooing my face, or dropping out of school. You know, all the things that come along with the stereotype of goth that society has falsely created. My dad thought it was a phase, and to this day, 15 plus years later, still jokes that it is. Sorry, Dad, my all-black wardrobe isn't going anywhere. So, where did the goth subculture originate? How did it come to be such an accepted part of mainstream society that there are hot topics at every mall and countless film and television depictions of teenagers clad in all black? Let's find out. The goth subculture is an offshoot of punk rock, just with a more theatrical sort of flair. Goth really started gaining in popularity in the late 1970s and 80s, specifically in the United States and the United Kingdom. The modern Gothic style pulls inspiration from many sources, including architecture, novels such as Dracula, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and the works of Edgar Allan Poe, television series such as The Addams Family and The Munsters, movies like The Nightmare Before Christmas, and music from bands like Bauhaus and Joy Division. According to a book I own and love called Gothic Charm School, written by Jillian Venters, the feelings of gloom, suspense, and dread that can be seen in these types of work allow people to vicariously experience the thrills and chills of the otherworldly and supernatural without fearing for their safety or sanity. Victorian spiritualism and occultism, gathering around a candlelit table and trying to contact dead loved ones, was all the rage at the best parties of the era, adding another layer to the history of goth. While the Victorians' elaborate mourning clothing and customs have provided goths with not only clothing styles to mimic, but also a variety of charmingly eccentric behaviors and mannerisms to adopt. Many types of goths are said to exist today, including traditional, romantic goths who place an emphasis on the Victorian elements of the style, pastel goths who prefer including pops of bright colors with the typical black wardrobe of a goth, cyber goths who often incorporate neon, gas masks, or goggles into their wardrobe, Casual goths who are a little more laid back and incorporate things like skulls into their style, along with many other subsets. So at this point, if you aren't someone who already identifies as goth, you may be wondering if you yourself have any goth tendencies or desires hidden somewhere in your soul. Some general signs that you may have a proclivity toward the dark side include a preference for black or dark clothing, a dramatic use of cosmetics such as dark eyeliner or lipstick, a tendency to decorate with things such as skulls and bats, even if it isn't around Halloween time, a general interest in all things morbid, an intense love for Halloween, a fondness for books and movies which include vampires, witches, or monsters, and a strong liking of corsets, top hats, fishnets, and lace. 
While it may seem like the goth subculture has a lot of rules or specific things that someone must enjoy in order to be goth, in my opinion, the most important thing to remember about being goth is that there are no rules. Being goth is about being yourself, in whatever form that takes, while expressing it in a way that makes you feel unique and seen by society, in a way that you might not feel if you dressed in khakis and a floral shirt. Not that there is anything wrong with that type of outfit, it just doesn't speak to those of us who prefer the more alternative side of life. holiday itself, World Goth Day originated in the United Kingdom in 2009. BBC Radio 6 was exploring a variety of musical subcultures during a week in May, including goth music. This led to a couple of self-proclaimed goth DJs declaring May 22nd World Goth Day. The observance of World Goth Day quickly spread outside the United Kingdom, and is now recognized in many countries, including the United States. Whether you consider yourself to be part of the Gothic realm or not, there are many ways you can celebrate and recognize World Goth Day. Most obviously, rock black head to toe on this day. Also, don't be afraid to go all out with your makeup and try that new winged eyeliner you've been wanting to experiment with. Listen to goth or industrial bands like Marilyn Manson, Nine Inch Nails, or Sisters of Mercy. If you wish to combine all these things, have your friends over for a goth night party. Aside from all the fun ways we can celebrate World Goth Day, I think we goths would be most appreciative if non-goths recognized this day by simply remembering to be accepting of our subculture. We may look scary or weird at times, but I promise most of us are just warm-hearted little kittens after the facade comes off. And no, we aren't failures doomed to a life of drug use and menial jobs like many often assume. We work in corporate settings, law enforcement, the entertainment industry, and have great careers. We have family and friends who we love for truly loving us for who we are. At the end of the day, we are just like you, just with a few more black shirts, pentagrams, and taxidermy bats than most people. Do you consider yourself to be goth or maybe goth adjacent? Have any goth-related stories or thoughts on the subculture? If so, I'd love to hear about it. Email Kristen at HolidaysAfterDark.com, direct message at Holidays Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, or find us on Facebook. I'll include these in the show notes. I would love to feature your story or goth fact on a future episode of Holidays After Dark. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss your dose of holiday darkness. A rate or review would also be greatly appreciated. Thanks so much to my sister Ashley for editing and producing the podcast. Today I will leave you with a quote from French author Andre Guide that summarizes the theory I think many of us in the goth subculture live by. 
It is better to be hated for what you are than to be loved for something you are not. <laughs>